0: So everybody has experienced pain. We all know what it feels like. But the question is, what do you do when you're going through that experience? Whether it be death, whether it be a loss of a job or... Whether it be a loss of a child or just finances in general, we all know what pain feels like. But I wanted to provide an environment where people could grow, where they could be truthful and where it could be insightful. Because not everybody is alike, but the bottom line is is that we all can identify with each other. And so I wanted this place to be a spiritual place, a place filled with love and hope. Because even in your darkest times, we all need something to look up to. So stay tuned yo 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 it's stay tuned podcast episode 4 yeah we're in the building how's everybody doing tonight we're doing amazingly good i mean it's christmas week it's it's the time to share with your family um it's just a joyous
1: time the weather is great actually it's actually disrespectful.
0: The weather actually is scary. The weather is actually scary.
1: It's it is scary, but great.
0: I've been looking for green. snow,
1: but then I don't want snow. Like it's such a catch twenty two. Yeah, it'll I definitely mean, snow in January.
0: I don't want to be in the midst of it. Don't do that. Don't say it'll definitely snow in January. Like I don't want that. I don't want it to snow in January. You just it don't doesn't. want it to snow on
1: your birthday. I don't. And she's right. Snowed Nobody. In. <laughs> That's happened to me four times, and I just don't want it to happen again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be
0: snowed in on my birthday. All right, I well, you do. guys have tuned in to Stay Tuned Podcast. As I said, episode four, season three. I got my girl, Mel, Shan with me. Yo, yo. Mm-hmm. My girl, C is with me tonight. DeWine, we miss you. Here we Yay, do. do. We miss you, our other member of Stay Tuned Podcast, but he's out handling his business. So we're just going to hop right into it. Tonight, I want to talk about, you know, um, New Year's Eve and what it means to go into the new year um, with your mindset on starting anew. That's people make affirmations. People um, state that they want it do something new for the year. They proclaim something over their life and they only end up doing it for like 30 days. However, um, I wanted to talk about starting the new year forgiving and like just basically releasing and letting go whatever happened to you in 2017 and stepping into 2018 fresh and ready to take on the world, um, leaving all your baggage behind. I mean, the stuff that you can control anyway. So, um for me, forgiveness is a really, really, really big thing. Um, you would think of it as being something simple, but to a lot of people, I don't think that it is. Um, a lot of people carry weight and based on experience and challenges and things that they've um, gone through within their life, um, maybe even a situation right now that they may be dealing with or faced with that um, the situation has been dead. However three months ago, this was a situation and it happened, it died. However, you're still dealing with, you know, pain, hurt or whatever. No matter how big or small the exchange, um, I noticed that people really have a hard time with forgiveness. So I wanted to talk about um what it means to us and, you know, um how we've taken our experiences and learned to let go and and if we haven't completely got to the point of um, letting go, what we're doing to get to that point where we can officially say that we're over it. So let's hop into it.
1: Hey, Z, what does forgiveness mean to you? <laughs> That's such a hard topic. Well, not that it's a hard topic. It's more like... Um... You were just saying, like, it, it's hard to forgive sometimes. And like, I, you know me, I'm a pretty forgiving person. I just feel like if you hold on to something, it ruins you more than it ruins the other person because now they have a hold over you. But mm-hmm. some people, it's that that anger fuels them. So what do you do with those people where the anger fuels them? It's like, I need this fire and this, this contempt in me to kind of keep going through the day, how do you how do you handle those people?
0: Is that really just that they need that type of that they need to feel that in order to feel, or is it just that that person loves drama?
1: I don't know. I mean, I've seen different types where you know, I I have an associate who she she'll tell you she loves drama. So if there's mm-hmm. no drama her life, is her life is born. She she thrives on it. But you do have some people where it's like. You are angry and you don't want to forgive this person and let them tell it they're not angry anymore, but mm-hmm. they're not going to forgive the person mm. or forgive whatever the situation was. It's just no forgiving.
0: But why is that though? I mean, why do you want to hold on to those things? And I mean, let's just use the one that the thing that's most typical, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say it was just a bad breakup and The guy or the girl, for that matter, cheated. And basically, you know, that relationship has been dead. It's been five years. And you're still talking about how he or she cheated on you five years ago. You're in a whole new relationship. And you're still talking about how that person cheated on you and you can't stand that person. You hate that person. Like... Do people really understand, or just us for that matter? Do you really understand that by you putting that energy into that particular situation, or even giving it a thought, or um, that you still like you're still putting energy into it? You're still putting thought into it. You're still giving that person time that you maybe shouldn't at all, especially if you're in a new relationship, or maybe that person has moved on with their life and they're in a great relationship now. Maybe they've got married. Whatever they're having kids, but you're over here like I can't stand them. I hate them.
1: Really? Yeah. They you in a whole relationship now. Again, I'm I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that there are some people where that is accurate. Right.
0: Well, no, I just um, to piggyback off that. I just think it's human nature that, um, people hold on to things and they hold on to people who have wronged them. Um, I think that, um, essentially, um, it takes maturity, um, to Mm -hmm. forgive. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I think that once you get to the point where you realize that you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting them, Mm -hmm. forgiveness Mm -hmm. becomes easier. um, for me, and I think for a lot of people, forgiving their self is a huge task. Yes, um, more so mm-hmm. than forgiving the people that that may have um, wronged them. Um, forgiving mm-hmm. the people that that may have wronged you that can become easy with time and maturity. But um, forgiving yourself for allowing someone to continue to hurt you mm-hmm. is a is a whole a whole another hurdle that I think. Um, we, as people, have to to get over not only forgiving those people who have wronged us, but forgiving ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. That's a huge task. And um, I don't know, Veronica, how do you um, go about um, forgiving yourself? Um, I think it's just about the fact that, um, well, of course, we're, we're our worst critic, right? Like you yourself, as a human being... You can be really, really hard on yourself, and I think that, um, like, I won't even let anyone else hold the torch when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I think I'm my worst critic, but I have to realize that no one is perfect. No one person is perfect, and that there, whatever rules may have applied to you for you to get over it, may not necessarily apply to me. And so, um, I think that in order for me to feel whole and feel Um, Not broken or uh, to feel uneasy every single time I mention maybe an ex's name or mention someone who has violated me and since their name. um, The best way for me to cope and, and talk about it comfortably is just simply just because, like you said, first you forgave yourself for allowing that person to violate you or do whatever it was that they had done to you, right? And at that point, once I've officially let go, Because it's like, okay, cool. I made this mistake. You know, I let this person continuously use me over and over and over and over again to the point where it was no longer their fault, but it was my fault. And now that I recognize that behavior, okay, now it's time for me to learn to let go with what happened with that particular person. And so therefore, then I can, I know how to maneuver, I know how to work when it comes to me and maybe being faced with that same type of person in a different type of relationship or or whatnot. Um, and then you just know how to deal with people. You know, once a crook, always a crook, so to speak. So if somebody has swindled you for money, like you're not gonna let somebody else come up to you and swindle you out of money because you already know what happened to you the last time. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, that, and that's definitely happened to me before, but um, I think it's just exactly what you said. Um, I definitely agree with, the fact that you have to forgive yourself. Um, And I think that, honestly, that that's probably the hardest part. And that's really probably why people hold on to so much um, baggage when it comes to not being as forgiving because, really, they're not mad at the other person. They're just really mad at themselves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, But, um, indeed, I feel like the... um, I am like Z when it comes to forgiveness. I think I'm super open and I um, and I wear my heart on my sleeve. I mm-hmm. don't even, like you said, once a swindler, always a swindler. Mm-hmm. I would still probably give the next person a chance just because I'm so easy to forgive mm-hmm. other people. Um, I'm probably worse at forgiving myself, but I'm mm. super easy. I wouldn't say super easy, but I, it's easier for me to forgive other Mm -hmm. people um, Mm -hmm. just because just because I find reasons to um make it okay to yeah I find reasons in my head to um substantiate the reason why they did that to me or the reason why I felt like they wronged me um because a lot of the times I feel like, you know, everybody hasn't grown up the same, everybody hasn't had the, the same experiences. So I kind of give people the benefit of the of the doubt almost to say, oh, they really didn't know any better to hurt me. So why would I take it to heart?
1: Um mm, that's that's eye-opening. Really, well, I yeah, pose a really question is. to both of you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that some people are, you know how they say to forgive but not forget? Do you mm. think that some people are misunderstanding that? Because a lot of times those people where the anger is in them, they say, "Oh, I forgave them, but I ain't forgot." And it's like you can have the memory, but you still upset. So do you think they're they're mistaking that, or they're not really separating the two? Absolutely, I feel
0: like um, maintaining or being angry or holding on to unforgiveness is makes you as the person um get body and become diseases Mm -hmm. um i feel like people hold on to things for so long they can make their own self sick Mm -hmm. of it i mean and and i mean looking at the other person if they're not if they're not holding on to you their life is going on right and you're then stuck with that anger and that um, heartache and that hurt from that person and that person has totally moved on to the next person whether right. they're going to hurt them or learn from that and they're you know going to be better people you are still holding on to one moment in time almost correct right um, so you end up internalizing that it, yeah. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah I definitely mm-hmm. agree with
1: that okay so for that. those for those people that are In that moment, what what do you think would be the best course in approaching them on that? Because sometimes, you know how you want to let them know where it's like, I love you. Um, I love you, but you haven't forgiven yourself or this person. You know, how would you start that conversation? How would you try to help them to heal? I think for
0: me, consistency mm is um consistency is key. I don't I don't um really um deal well with just having conversations where people just tell me what they're about. Like Mm -hmm. you can tell me that you changed or that this is the lesson that you've um gotten from this or that you won't do this again. Um and I'll listen to it and i hear mm-hmm. you. But until I see consistently that you're not, for instance, swindling money from people, I'm not going to trust you. I will always be cautious. And we don't Correct. have to, like, I don't have to hold unforgiveness in my heart. I don't, I will, I will always remember what you did, but mm-hmm. I won't necessarily always put 100 into whatever that thing is until I know that I've seen you consistently not do that thing again. Correct. Correct. And I definitely agree with that. Consistency is key because you can you can make your lips say, you can part your lips to say anything. And actions to me have to line up with the wordplay there. So if that's how you feel and your brain told you to open your mouth and say this, well, then the actions should follow up with what it is that you're communicating to me. And so consistency is key with that. Um, when it comes to um, the whole idea of, of people not the forgiveness part and the forgetting part go hand in hand. I totally believe that. I I believe that the easier that the more you forgive over time, the easier that it will become for you to, to forget about what happened and not forget because you forget the violation, but just forget in the sense of the details of it. That stuff just begins to become minute to you. It's not, it doesn't hold Importance. It's not significant, you know. So it doesn't matter that on this date, on uh, January twenty uh, seventh of this particular date at four PM, nineteen ninety three, that you swindled this money from me, or that you cheated on me, or that you left me and I had a child with you. It, th- all that stuff becomes minute because that was years ago. And if and and what you find is is that. People still remember and they can hold on to the account, like period, like the date, the time, the second, the hour, the minute, what they had on. It's not that deep for me anymore. So I believe that at some point with the forgiving, you do end up forgetting, but not necessarily like I said, the violation or what happened or the pain that you might have felt, but more so the things that that are not important about that entire situation.
1: And so do you ladies think that your circle actually um adds to that? And and I'm I'm only saying that because I I'm gonna give a small example and then I want you guys to go. Um sure. we you guys know that that I was right before. So mm-hmm. with the circle I'm with now, it's like you weren't around for that. Mm-hmm. But the circle I'm with, then you you ever have sometimes they're reminding you, like mm-hmm. they're reminding you. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't want to kind of keep the memory they remind you because it upset them so they're so upset about the situation mind you it's your situation it happened to me Mm -hmm. didn't happen to you Mm -hmm. like there's things i remember about it but i've forgiven that person a long time Mm -hmm. ago because if i didn't i wouldn't be able to date anyone in life right but when you're surrounded by people who harbor the hurt and the anger for you Mm -hmm. do you feel like at some point you need to switch your circle up, or, or like change that to get a little more closure and forgiving yourself, and having more forgiveness within you.
0: So I think that your circle definitely, definitely has something to do with it. Um, just in the sense of the fact that this is a group effort. You know, um, I shouldn't be holding on to something that Mel is totally over, and vice versa. Because how do you cope? How do you move forward? And you you do lean on your circle for support, you know. So if that happened and it was something that we clearly talked about, and that you you're learning, you're moving forward with that. If every single time you hear me bringing it up, because girl, da 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 da, and I'll use another example because I hear hear this all the time. Well, he cheated on her, so now I'm mad, but she over it they back together. So why am I mad? But in and, and every waking moment, I'm having, I'm, 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 I take that opportunity to bring up that situation. And it's almost like you're constantly reminding that person that they were in that state at one point. Like, whether it be a rape or an incident, any type of violation that happened, I don't think that somebody needs you to replay that constantly in their ear, especially if they're coping with that. Like, Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that. However, if it was a situation where we were doing that, I would expect for you to say, look, you guys, you know what? I love you and I thank you for the support. However, I don't need to be reminded of this situation that I was in. I've decided to move forward and I suggest that you do. But what I notice is that some people just like to replay things. And it's very easy. And I, I've had to catch myself in this in this time, just whether whatever it is in my life. You may tell me something. Mel may tell me something whatever and I have to make sure that I get my feelings in check because naturally because you love somebody you want to defend them naturally naturally you you want to be mad because they're mad because somebody hurt somebody that you love so it's not unnatural that they feel that way it's just a matter of hey everybody catch up let's make sure we're all going on the same pace you know and making sure that you have your feelings aligned because I never want to be reminding you of that one time, remember, girl. Remember that one time that you got raped. Like we're not doing that. That's not fun, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about that. Um, I just want to make sure that you're that you're coping well with it, and that you're good, and that you're healthy. But we're not going to sit around and just remind you of that day, you know.
1: Yeah. So, um, Mel,
0: would you like to add anything to that, or you know? Um, No, I I totally agree. I think that um, I think that a lot of times um, with our friends um, or our circle, um, for that matter, a lot of times we have to be transparent with the people that we uh, that are in our circle. To let them know that we're forgiven. A lot of times we tell the bad things. We're so apt to say, well, he cheated on me, girl, and he did this and he did that. But we are not really apt to go into the fact that, girl, I've let it go. I forgave mm-hmm. him. Right. And I'm moving on. I'm doing better. We, we don't necessarily, especially as girlfriends, have that conversation. We will call you and say, girl, guess what? Mm-hmm. He cheated on me. But we don't say, guess what, girl? I prayed about it last night and me and the Lord, we gonna, I just gave it all to the Lord and I'm mm-hmm. not going to worry about it anymore. We don't necessarily have those follow-up conversations mm-hmm. with our mm-hmm. And we and need so to do you, better about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then you walk around and you have someone who only knows the bad stuff that this person has done to you. Oh, he cheated on you. And that's the last thing that she heard from you. Oh, he cheated on you and I'm done. And so she doesn't know that she's mm-hmm. forgiving him. And you're walking in forgiveness, but they're thinking, oh my God, like he cheated on you. And that's, that's it. Like, that's it. But I think we have to, especially if we're at that point of forgiveness, I think that we have to, um, it's our duty to go back to our circle and say, thank you. Thank you for being there and supporting me, but I, I'm good. I've let this go. Um, it is what it is. And I forgive forgiven this person. Um, Because I think it it brings it full circle um, so that everybody understands, hey, although this person hurt the person that I love, if this person is big enough to forgive them and it happened to them, who am I to hold on to that?
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, what if it's your family Mm -hmm. that's a part of that equation? So this is your family that that are that are not forgiving and i i totally agree with that and i tell people that all the time if you're just going to keep telling somebody negative stuff about your relationship first of all you shouldn't involve in and- when I mean relationships, it doesn't just have to be a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about across the board. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of times if you are right. only saying negative things about your family, mm-hmm. about your your friends, about your job, mm-hmm. all of this stuff counts. It's something as simple as your job. If you say every day that you hate your job and I never hear one good thing about it, at some point, I'm going to want you to quit. Exactly. It's like, when are you quitting? When are you quitting? Because if you say one more bad thing, but you at work having the time of your life but when you get off, you just never say anything good about this place. Right. So it's like, I want you to move on. I want you to get out of there. And now we're all confused. So with that saying, like when you have that that family aspect in it, how how do you think that should be handled? Ooh, that's a tough one, man.
0: I personally that um, because. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that you're reconciling with that person, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that you're that you're still that you're going to be back buddy buddy with that person. And I think that's a misconception Mm -hmm. of forgiveness. Yes, forgiveness means oh, uh oh, forgiveness means. So this man cheated on me, so I'm so we have to be cordial or 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 we have to be around each other or I have to like him. Forgiveness is actually for yourself. It's internal for. It, it It feeds your soul mm-hmm. um, so I don't think that um, when we think about forgiveness, we think about it from an internal aspect we think about it from an external aspect of I'm forgiving him um, and that means that we're cool and that's not necessarily um, that's not necessarily what happens. so I think even with family to your point, even with family, we have to be clear on the fact that, that we are, that we understand that this person has hurt us and we understand that that hurt has hurt our family member. Mm -hmm. Um, Our family members are our our defenders sometimes. And sometimes that could be the best thing in the world. However, if that, if that family member is going to hold on to that, and if they love them, if they love you as much as they say they do, they're going to then have to either let that go internally of their in their self as well because that becomes something that they have to forgive the person as well. Correct. And, and holding on to that moment is not helping you and not helping them. And sometimes you have to sit family members down and have those hard, hard conversations. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I know I was molested and I know that you're mad and that you're still angry about this. However. I am, I've, I've prayed about it or I've done what, what I thought the steps were necessary to forgive internally. And I've let that go from inside of me. Correct. I need you to do the same thing. I need you to let that go because we don't, we can't go on through life, holding on to moments that happen and that have, that are done with people are going to hurt you. That's what, that's that's what's going to happen. Right. You're going to hurt yourself. It's mm-hmm. life. It's how you deal with that pain. That makes you the victor or the person who succeeds. Right. It's it's not the pain. It's not the pain that made you. It's how you dealt with the pain.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. So it's we a part have of who push you forward. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Very true. Do you think some people actually hide behind forgiveness though? Sometimes, like, I just want to pose this question. You mm-hmm. you like Melanie said about the both of us, we are very forgiven, you mm-hmm. know. But you do have some people who they are like extreme with it. Kind of like what you were saying where just because I forgave you doesn't mean I have to necessarily be friends with you. you do have people who are that extreme and they feel like, oh, well I forgave them so now we can talk. We have a strong um, issue
0: with um, still mixing the two. And I think it's just very hard when it comes to family over friendships anyway like it's harder to get rid of of a cousin that you've been close with all your life you know um and you've always been close with however the cousin may have borrowed such and such money from
1: you and that might have been the demise of your relationship you've never them. going anywhere they're, Correct. you're gonna see them all the time so right. those situations where i can't necessarily get rid of this person right you know Cause they're always going to be here, right? But it's like I love you,
0: but but hey, I won't let you borrow money from me anymore, you know. Um, and even then, I can use my situation just in the sense of me and my brother. We don't have. I, I can say that we don't have a relationship because I've been violated so many times with that. Do have I forgiven him? Absolutely. Oh my God, what's happening? <gasps> The one <laughs> get out of here. Are you no, Chuck, where are you?
1: It's <laughs> it. I was invited.
0: You were invited a long time ago. Are you on- hey, D No How <laughs> you know what this thing is? We are recording a podcast right Uh-oh. now. Yeah. Oh, Bye.
1: Love y'all.
0: Love you too. Love you too. too. <laughs> Close the app. What? Somebody. Somebody got the minutes on this, but anyway. So you know, um I love my brother, but it doesn't mean that I don't forgive him, and that you know we can't. I can't move forward with my life, and that I'm every single time, every year, every. In 2019, I shouldn't be talking about this anymore, but the bottom line is is that I love him and I have forgiven him and I know how to move forward with that because I understand that if I don't forgive him completely and forgive myself in this process, that it will torment me, that I'll always feel guilty and I'll always probably feel like, oh, well, there was something else that I could have done or, or maybe I could have saved him, but in when I know that ultimately it wasn't based on my decision, it was solely based on his and that's fine, but we just may not rock with each other and we may not have that closeness that maybe other brothers and sisters may have. Does that hurt me? Absolutely. Can I, can I control that? Nope. I can't in this sense. I can't, um, because I can't make another adult do something that I quote unquote want them to do. So it takes both able parties in that, but if it was a friendship, <clears throat> I'm dealing with a situation or not dealing with a situation like that. But it just so happened that something like that has come about, where um, you know, just just somebody that I work with, I've come I've come into contact with that, and and words have been shared. And it's not that I don't forgive that person, but now I just have to move differently around that person. So, and if the conversation came about, you have to you have to stand your ground. Um, I don't believe that you especially if you don't want to be, um, quote unquote, tight with that person anymore. Z. Like if I violated our friendship and maybe you and I, we just haven't had that conversation. Right. But you've forgiven me. Does that mean that you want to still be close with me? But I keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Maybe not. So we might still run the same circle, you know, but it might not be me and you, you know, However, mm-hmm. could we still be adults and still um, cohabitate, so to speak? Absolutely. Can I still be friends with Mel and and Brittany and all the rest of everybody else? And you still be there? Absolutely. Could we speak and still probably converse and whatnot? Absolutely. But that tightness, that closeness that we had before, it just may not be there anymore. And I believe that that you can still um, exist and have respect enough to just let people have their space and it don't even have to be all that, you know, all that extra stuff. I just think that people don't even know that that's an option, you know, like, Hey, you don't have to walk around here hating people. You do know that, right? (laughs) Like you do know that you have that option. That's an option people, you know? So, um, um, good question. So absolutely. Um, good questions. I want to, no no no. I was just I gonna to- take it back mm-hmm. off of um Z's um and I wanted just to just mention this one point I think over forgiveness is a um has a level of self abuse um because mm. there are some people that um forgive over and over again for instance you 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 know this girl who everybody knows that her boyfriend has been cheating on her and has continued to cheat on her, and she is still mm. there. And she continues to be like, but girl, he loved me. And, you know, we went out to dinner and he told me that he wanted to do it again. Or just like um, women who are um, in domestic violence issues, they have um, kind of been um, accustomed to just forgiving and forgiving and forgiving. But I think at right. some point when you continue to forgive, 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 you're you're actually hurting yourself more so right. that they're hurting you. You're allowing them to hurt you because you continue, you're watching this pattern um, and you're continuing to let this pattern go forward. So um, to kind of piggyback off your question um, is, um, do we know when to stop being so forgiving? Mm-hmm. Like, or to let that person go and maybe some people that you forgive can stay around to your point, Veronica. Mm-hmm. Um, some people you can kind of stay connected to. Mm-hmm. Um in certain situations, there are some people that you kind of just have to, like, wash your hands up. Right. You have to kind of forgive them and say, you know what? They're not going to change, but I have to change for me. And I got to mm-hmm. push forward mm-hmm. um, because um, your best your best revenge is is your future. Like, right. you pushing forward and succeeding, um, holding on to that moment um, or continuing to allow somebody because you, you know, quote, unquote, Want to forgive them to um, abuse that right of forgiveness is also not a positive impact. So I think that um, a lot of people, a lot of people mix up the two. Forgiveness isn't isn't always um, just allowing somebody to continue to do things to you. Um, you you also um, like Veronica said, some some people you just have to separate yourself from. Mm-hmm. Some people you don't no. have to. Some people it's not that big of a deal. You know what Correct. I mean.
1: That kind of rolls into this, though. And uh-huh. this this is good. And that just hit me. You know how, it, it, as Black women, they always either say, she is stupid, mm-hmm. and this is true, or he's weak, or she is just too strong. This black woman is too strong. So and and it's sad because if you if you're that person, if you're that forgiving person, that one who is with the guy who is just continually cheating on you. And it was a time where the advice was, especially if you were married, to stay with him. But in the same breath, you were, you were categorized as a weak person. But Mm -hmm. then on a total opposite end of that, you have the one where, look, they're just, these are my, this is, this is it. You get one shot, then I'm a rat. And they barely give you that. They're just that strong. Is like you you give no, there's no forgiving anything. And it's like, that's a, I don't want to say harder because I don't, I never want to describe a Black woman's heart because we're not, I mean, we are some of the, the most loving and wonderful people, but it's like with the balance there, do you think that that's why it falls in there? Because you know that they always say that we don't. It's a lot of times why they do date outside their race because we really aren't forgiving.
0: And mm-hmm. I think those women who um, who aren't forgiving or are like you have this one time and that's it, those women are hurt. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pain speaking. That's mm-hmm. continuous pain speaking. And I think that what happens is we've been conditioned to um, not deal with the pain and just... Mm-hmm. just um, we're not dealing with the underlying um reason for the pain. So if you continue to get with guys who cheat on you and you give them one chance and then you move to the next dude and he cheats on you, are we looking at, are we looking at the men that we're choosing? Or are we I looking mean, at it? yeah, yeah. You have to look at yourself and yeah in yeah. that process. You really truly do. Um, as somebody who said that and I definitely um told Charles that that comes from my past, like What's not going to happen is I'm not going to be in a domestic violence situation and I'm not going to be in a situation where you're just going to be sleeping all around with other people, but but you're committing your life to me. And if we were boyfriend and girlfriend, then that's something totally different. But I'm talking about being in an actual marriage where you're committing your life to me and you're promising that you're going to be faithful to me and faithful to God. And so when you say that and you totally go way against that, at that point, I have to, I have to stand my ground. My ground was this. We had those tough conversations. What? What is? What? What could be the ultimate reason why you may leave me, if you cheat on me, or if you decided that you wanted to hit me? But looking at my track history, I only had one major relationship where there was just where there was just infidelity for days. Like, and that's what I was saying. You don't know who you sleep on beside. I knew who I was dealing with from the time that we were dating to the time that we got married. Now I chose to be in that situation at that point. It was no longer him, it was me. And so that was the driving force behind me saying, hey, if you decided that you want to go out here and cheat on me, I will leave you, okay? If you decided that you want to pick up your hand and hit me, I will leave you. But that was because of another important relationship in my life where, I'm sorry, not important, but pretty major relationship in my life where domestic violence was the key, was the key period, point blank. And so with those two major relationships and the demise of them being because of infidelity and because of domestic violence, what else am I going to say? Hey, you can do whatever you want to do to me. No, like I'm not down for it. (laughs) Hmm. So, you know, so she's absolutely right. That pain and not dealing with it. Now that I've dealt with it, I see what, where, where, I see my 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 fault in both of those situations. The signs were there. The signs were absolutely there. Why was I so forgiving? I was forgiving because of based on what I've seen. It wasn't about me being weak. It wasn't about me being weak. And I didn't have someone telling me um, to leave. You know, I didn't have someone telling me to stay. I had make the decision that was best for me. Do I believe that we're in um, we're living in times where people, where you can do anything to anybody, and they'll just get up and leave. Oh, you didn't close the um the top. You you didn't put the the, the lid on the trash can. I want a divorce. Yes, I do believe that we're living in those times. So, um, uh, you know, we we need to be in it to stick it out, and forgiveness is a part of the process of any relationship. I don't care who you are. Okay. I I, I agree. I think our generation... Well, I think our generation has been the most sensitive type of people um, ever to walk this earth. There are so many things that you cannot say this way because mm-hmm. this will hurt their feelings or you mm-hmm. cannot do it that way because it's not politically correct. Or, I mean, I think that in this day and time, it's just that everybody is so... Um, hurt by anything that people yes. say or do. So yes. I think it's really, 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 really important that, um, that you look at the actions that of the person that hurt you because right. a lot of it may be that the person that actually hurt you was a person from a previous relationship and you're blaming the person that you're in the relationship with now. So for instance, if you've been in a domestic violence relationship and you're used to getting hit and you get with somebody who doesn't hit you but because he lifts his arm you flinch right or because he because y'all get in an argument and he raises his voice now oh my god you're having a meltdown and you want to mm-hmm. leave mm-hmm. oh and he didn't do anything wrong to you i mean mm-hmm. people in arguments raise their voices like that mm-hmm. that's what argue how arguments go mm-hmm. sometimes so you have to be um you have to be honest with yourself about the the actions that the person is taking. Now, you know, God forbid if somebody call off and slap you, I mean, they actually probably meant to slap you. <laughs> you know so what stupid. I mean? But <laughs> but as far as feelings are concerned, when somebody, you know, oh he hurt my feelings because he said this. Right. Or she hurt my feelings because she looked at me this way. Right. I think we really need to like scale back on ha- on wearing our hearts on our sleeves and wearing our feelings on our sleeves and feeling so attacked all the time. I think that we've been so attacked all the time that we're just used to people attacking us. And that necessarily may not be what that person is doing. So I think that a part of forgiveness is understanding what what actions and what did not feel right to you and why it didn't feel right to you. Because essentially, what I believe is happening is, is that it's making us super sensitive. we mm-hmm. we become hypersensitive to everything, just like mm-hmm. she stated. Oh, they looked at me this way. Oh, he said it this way. Oh, well, he meant it this way. Oh, well, they didn't. They didn't give me a lollipop, but they gave everybody else a lollipop. And then you, all that stuff. All it does is just go down into the other the other generation the next generation mm-hmm. to come and so they'll be more, more sensitive yeah it's more. right to an extreme it's ridiculous it's ridiculous half of the stuff i mean j- just on a um just as a black woman half of the stuff that black people do i don't agree with it i don't necessarily agree with it i don't and but what it does is you put you you put everybody in that box way, way, way too much sensitive sensitivity going on when it comes to certain things and certain issues. Um, And I just, we need to be talking about stuff. And it's like, well, instead of us talking about it, we're just going to give everybody an award just for showing up. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I'm not one Why of Why you don't believe in a participating award? No, absolutely I participated, not. though. Mm-mm. I went to a comedy show, the Black and Brown comedy show, which was like, hilarious a couple of years ago me and charles and um i believe it was mario lopez who said it best he was like this generation they some punks like we old school we some thugs like when you can jump a fence and you know what it feels like to eat off of government cheese and you know like your parents left you at home when you was nine and ten like there was no 13 there was no actual you know um uh, age limitation to that, your parents left you home when it was a lot- Yeah, latchkey kid. <laughs> yeah, your parents <laughs> left you home. You knew how to cook when you was seven. You was washing dishes at eight. Like, everything was taken care of. And it's not to say that everything, that that was work, what was working best or that it was correct. It's just like, now we're, we're at the total extreme of everything. Like, if you got an award when we were younger, it was because you actually put in the work. You did it. You showed up you did the work, you stayed up all night long, you did your project, and it was the bomb. That volcano had real lava coming out of it by the time you was through with it. That was <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, you just showed up. and You get you get a freaking A just off of the strength of that. Just because they want everybody to feel included, but that's not the real world. The real world doesn't accept every single body that, that applies for that job. The real world does a process of elimination. It's called an interview. And if you don't perform at a certain level, you won't get the job. Hmm. I mean, that's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely correct. When you think about it, like back in the day, like back, back, even like before my generation, really, they used to have. They used to roast people at school, like, yep. like your mama's so fat jokes and it was a joke. Yep. like it was a joke. Everybody left, and it was a joke. But now Everybody everything like, is
1: bullying, and I don't think they can tell now, a difference.
0: No, now if you if you look at somebody wrong, they want to kill you. They will shoot you dead, and they might actually do it. Yeah, that's, and they that's they, the crazy they will thing. Sh- literally. This generation will shoot you dead for stepping on their shoe. Like yep. you'll be dead. Yep, and it's it's just. And like she said, it's hypersensitivity Mm -hmm. and it's because we want everything to be right. So everything is right because you tried or, you know, nobody should pick on, nobody should pick on anybody. Everybody Mm -hmm. is beautiful. I mean, we have But that's not
1: realistic. Do you think that ties into forgiveness though? Because do you think that... Those children are the parents, are the children of those parents who have those forgiveness issues, either the one extreme where they forgive everybody so they're so sweet, or the ones where you're just so angry because in high school you were treated like crap that you Absolutely. spawned yes, this do. child who is a nightmare to everybody else in school. Yes, I think I the hypersensitivity
0: agree. came from the parents who didn't teach you how to forgive mm-hmm. and those parents who didn't teach you that are going to be different and you're going to be different to people and it's okay. You can mm-hmm. move on from that moment because one person calls you ugly, you don't have to go in your closet and, h- and hang yourself because it's not the end of the world. It's not. And that's not going to be the only person in this world that you may be faced with that may not like you. It may be your body. Rejection Damn. is real. It Rejection is. Rejection is real. Rejection is a part of a life. How do you know that you need to get better if somebody doesn't tell you No. That's right. true. How do you know without rejection? If everybody walked around here and told you, yes, honey, I need to be living in a mansion. Listen. If everything listen. was yes, nobody would have debt. No, everybody would own their own home. Everybody would be at the job of their dreams. Everybody would be great. There would be no mental health issues. Everybody, nobody would mm-hmm. be walking around here popping pills. There would be nobody on this planet Earth with high blood pressure issues, diabetes, cardiac arrest, any no cancer, because everything would be yes. Can you remove it from me? Yes. Re, that's, mm. that's not, that, that doesn't even give you character. Do you know how bland you would be if everybody just walked around here and they didn't have any backstory, no pain, no, no war wounds, no scars
1: to tell you about their life? No blueprint, or just
0: no story. That was no nice.
1: blueprint to you, right? But that's what's happening. A lot of these people, where again, because you can tie this all into forgiveness. A lot of these people, where they either haven't learned to forgive other people or forgive themselves, mm-hmm. they're looking for that. Yes, and what they're doing is creating the atmosphere for their children to get exactly what they want all the time, so they don't have to forgive. You don't right. have to do that because you won't have to go through it because I'll make sure. Just like the person who created the participation, you were probably somebody who just never got an award. Sure. You never got. I should an award for showing up. Right? You get you a, a group of people <laughs> where it's like, y'all yeah, feel the same way I feel. No, I put in um, eight months of working out and conditioning and doing this. I should get an award. You just came and sat on the bench. No, you shouldn't get an award. Yeah. You uh, maybe. Baby, thank you. Thank you for coming. But I don't think you should get... I should get the MVP. I really work hard for it. Correct. You know? When and you I look... Think, when, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: And I think a lot of that also rolls into parents who don't know how to forgive themselves for mm-hmm. the situations that they've brought children into. Mm-hmm. So a lot of mm-hmm. times, a lot of times we are we are the parents who are saying, yes, because, I mean, I know his daddy's a drunk. And so mm-hmm. I want to spoil him. Or I know um, her. Her mother's never her. Her mother's never at at home because she's always at work. So I'm going to give her everything that she wants, right? Um, so you're 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 actually conditioning these children to to um, live in an environment and be raised in an environment where they where they get handed everything that they that they um, want, and that then in turn um, you res- results into an adult who when they don't get what they want, they hate that person. They are monsters. Not, yeah, they hate that person and they don't know how to forgive because they don't know the human side of people because they all they know is that my mom gave me or my father gave me everything that I wanted because I because I, they were never home or because my dad was a drunk. I got whatever I wanted. And so why now as an adult in this relationship, I you can't love me because you're not giving me what I want. Correct and it's still and so there's no reason for me to forgive academics. you yep. yeah there's yep. no reason for me to forgive you because you're not you're not satisfying what i think i deserve and i think all of that ties into forgiveness because nobody has sat down and said hey you hit your brother mm-hmm. now you need to turn to him and tell him that you're sorry and right. that you love him hug his neck and and tell him that you won't hit him like that again like we don't have those conversations as mm-hmm. parents to our children anymore. But mm-hmm. back in the day, when I was growing up, you sat in there with your sibling and Honey. you figured it out.
1: Yep. And and when they apologize, you need to accept their apology. Exactly. You need to forgive them and you need exactly. to move on because I don't want to hear this again. Exactly. This is it's going to end here. And they don't they don't do that anymore. You actually fuel the fire sometimes between stuff at school and and mm-hmm and make it, sometimes make it worse than what it was okay, you have a kid that was picking on another kid you're right, somebody should say something to it but my father made a great point he says, sometimes you can't learn everything at home and you will learn it at school you know, oh, yeah, it'll I'm help sure. you be <laughs> more well-rounded round, a lot of times, perfect example is the way a person dress, you know now, I'll go to school and i know I don't really like what I'm wearing and my mom don't like it, but I keep wearing this Sometimes school will teach you, hey, especially if you got a good group of friends, what you wearing that for? You look crazy. Right. Even with, like, shower issues. Just people taking showers, smells. Sometimes right. you won't listen to your parents, but a friend will say, hey, you stink. you like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't start. Because you know when you're hitting, like, puberty and stuff, you have to start wearing deodorant, but you wasn't wearing it in, like, second grade. We, nobody Sometimes was. Sometimes a friend right. will hit you with that, you know? Yeah. It won't be as strong coming from your parent as it is, uh, Basically, somebody that's your equal. It's like, okay, then this must be true because I know that my mom loved me. So my mom, she she gonna tell me what she want, what I want to hear. But he gonna tell me the truth, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that I think that 2018, there really should be. Some some more conversation around this, and definitely some more people talking about how to learn to forgive yourself and to forgive others, and the true definition of it. Because, like both of you said, we are getting so away from it that I think that is the problem.
0: I yeah. think it's just a matter of um, people not knowing how to. And so, what I wanted to do was I just wanted to plug in a few um, inserts on how to recognize that you know. Um, that that you've been violated and what steps you can take in order to get to the point where you can forgive and just release that and, and, and remove it from yourself. Um, so step one would be just identifying that you've been hurt. Whatever your experience was, you need to express your feelings. I don't care if that's to a friend, maybe a life coach, maybe some type of counselor, um, whoever you feel like is your confidant, that person that you can um, trust. With whatever it is that you feel like you need to share, um, I would express that to them. Um, and within that session, you know, you need to identify who did it to you, when it occurred, and how it happened. Um, hate is not bad; like it's not wrong for you to hate what happened to you. It's just wrong for you to fester up that hate for that person who violated you, because with that. That's when you begin to internalize, like when you direct all your hate, not with the action, but with the person who violated you, that's when you begin to fester those things up and you just, that person becomes your target. Um, Keeping that stuff bottled in will only lead to depression. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like if you don't confess it, at some point you're going to have a dark moment in your life. The question is whether or not you'll be able to come out of that. The hook, that is number three. You have to acknowledge the, the deceptive feeling of control. You have to refuse to be a victim. Cancel that debt out. Move on with your life and basically allow God or whoever you pray to to be your justice maker. Number four, heal. Forgiveness is both an event and it's a process. This is so absolutely true. You really need to give yourself the time to work through this process. Giving forgiveness to the offender, which is the person who did the wrong to you, and making sure that you forgive that event that happened. You. This is your way of finding relief through your pain. Completing the stages of forgiveness, one day you'll wake up and you'll find yourself thinking differently about the whole situation and the person who hurt you. And that's what I hope is the goal um, that, you, that you can get to once you decide that you are ready to forgive and that you're willing to move forward is that you feel lighter about the situation. Not that you, um, if it gets to a point where you still feel feeling dark and you're still feeling down about the situation that happened then maybe you need to you know do start over with those steps and work through it and and for some people depending on the issue depending on what happened it takes time to get through like you know i'm sorry but if you've been raped or molested you're just not gonna forgive in a day it just doesn't happen like that it doesn't it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not trying to weigh out the hurt either. Like, oh, well, your hurt was greater than mine. So, you know, you should be over it by now. No, it depends on the person and it depends on their outlook, on how they think. And all you can do is just reinforce that pain with some positivity. Um, you know, whether or not that's giving to other people and maybe shedding some light or helping them cope through their pain, sometimes that, that works. Or whatever brings you pleasure. But um, I think that forgiveness is key. And honestly, w- once we started talking about it, really forgiveness, along with some other major um, things like love, are like the foundation, man. Like for you to just feel good in your soul, for you to feel good in your heart. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you're not clouded with all the negative things that maybe happen to you throughout the week. Or um, sometimes negative things can, um, can trigger stuff that's happened to you in the past, you know? So um, let's just forgive and love more. Do you guys have anything else that you want to add? The only thing I wanted to add to um, exactly what you said was in, um, like like you said, there's no, no, there's no time limit on it. The only thing that you can do is move forward. Um, instead of focusing on um, those hurt feelings um, more so, empowering yourself to look for for love beauty and kindness around you Mm -hmm. actually helps you push forward Mm -hmm. um and also just looking back at at the time at your past or the time that you were hurt and reminding yourself that you're you are where you are because you forgave is also a way to push forward and and positivity um so i think that I mean, you you may um you may take years to for to actually completely forgive somebody, but as long as you are pushing forward in positivity, I think it's I think it's very important. And I think that um you'll you'll definitely see how far you've come with those um with making those little strides and looking for um love and kindness in everybody that you meet and, and just being kind yourself
1: and not allowing that to ruin you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like Mel said, we're definitely forgiving yourself too. You can't forgive other people if you haven't forgiven you. And we've said this several times on, I think, every episode. If you are having trouble reaching out to a friend, seek professional help. There's nothing wrong with going to get counseling or seeing a therapist. If you are on a campus or like in school, there's def- there's a counselor on campus that you can talk to they have them there so that you can have those conversations because believe me if you feel like life is just not panning out the way you thought you are in a boat with everybody else you are not alone and we never want you to feel like you're ever alone in this world believe me a lot of times you think it's only happening to you it is not so just make sure to forgive yourself and if you're having trouble again some there are people out there who can help you in forgiving yourself and forgiving those people who have hurt you
0: that's correct that's correct i definitely agree with that so you guys just make sure that you take some of these points with you in 2018 whatever you're still holding on to whatever you you may have basically forgotten. Um, you may have forgotten about an incident that has um, bothered you or um, maybe it's just resurfaced is basically what I'm trying to say to you. Maybe something else triggered it and it, all of a sudden it resurfaced. Make sure you get rid of that in your 2018. Make sure that you start off fresh in 2018. I feel like 2018 is going to be a super, super milestone year for a lot of people. Um, and I want everybody to go into it clear and ready and ready to receive whatever it is that you're about to be blessed with. And I just think that, um, it's important to make sure that the foundation of, of it is together. And Mm -hmm. who really wants to hold on to something that they've been dealing with for the last past year or two years, you know, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's get ready to, you know, embrace some greatness and I'm down for it. So if you're saying that you want me to get my mouth in line, if, you, if I need to get my mind in, in line with that, then I'm, I'm willing and I'm ready. So um, and I don't think that anybody uh, would block positive rays of sunshine coming their way over, you know, the thoughts of what happened to them in the earlier part of this year. So happy new year to everybody. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. And let's do some business shout outs guys got any businesses that you want to
1: shout out uh i don't have a business but i did want to shout out a a show Mm -hmm. um intelligent ratchet Ratchet Uh ratchetness that comes on wednesday night on facebook live so i definitely wanted to give a shout out to them okay And I also wanted to shout out Candy Carver. Okay. Uh, She's actually an artist, a local artist. I love her. I have one of her paintings here. And um, she's on Instagram. You should follow her. Um, Once the podcast is posted up, we'll have all their, um, their links there. But she's definitely awesome. And her art is great. So... If you have any questions or you need anything she does earrings she does everything i love her oh i need to get her information then thank you you do you do candy all right so i want to
0: shout out one of my homegirls that i went to school with her name is Felicia. but um she actually has started an online boutique and um i believe that it's with her sister her and her sister that put it together it's called elizabeth and nicole it's an online boutique and they're actually based out of raleigh but they have some really 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 dope stuff and it's exact it's expelled the exact way that i said it um and you can find them on instagram i post their information up on our ig page but like i said they have some really 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 nice stuff and i think they had a pop-up shop this last past week there's so many different things going on around the city right now especially with um the um the holidays that have popped up here I also want to give a shout out to my home girl Janine Daniels um I'm low-key like a groupie but it's okay it's, <laughs> it's okay but um that's my writer Beyonce but pretty much she's out here grinding she's about to put out some new information I'm sorry some new shows on 2018 on YouTube I'll be sure to post her information too um so many different shows that she's the writer of but one of my favorite shows that she actually created was that guy and you can check that show out on black and sexy tv um mel you got anything for us before we head on out no love peace and blessings all right stay tuned ep4 we out